Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Annie Porter, and I'm here with you on AM 1160 The Quest. And we are in our last few hours of our spring 2020 pledge drive. And I'm joined in studio this hour by Jack Tyson and Matt Curry. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi, Annie. Hey, Annie. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're excited for this hour. The number to call is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go on thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. So I definitely want to give an update on our last hour, which was our 12 o'clock hour, and say thank you, thank you, thank you to all those who donated. So thank you to Evelyn and Doravel, Debbie and Bill G and Alpharetta, Amy and Johns Creek, Rigsby and Eileen in Berkeley Lake, Michael and Monroe, Gerilyn and Roswell, Mary Ann and Roswell, Stephanie E and Alpharetta, Christina A and San Lorenzo, California, Joyce B and Peachtree Corners, Mary C and Roswell, Peter H and Hiram, Carol P and Stone Mountain, Mary Pat and Mike D in Dunwoody, Catherine L in Lubbock, Texas, Kathleen K in Atlanta, James L. in Platteville, Washington, Susan G. in Roswell, Alicia G. in Smyrna, Emily B. in Fayetteville, and Dorothy D. in Woodstock. Thank you, everyone, for all of your donations during our 12 o'clock hour. Such a beautiful hour and raising so much money for Catholic Radio, and we just thank you, because without you, it's not possible. So call that number, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestinatlanta.com. So this hour, we've got a goal of $10,000. Big goal, guys. I think we can do it, though. And inside of that $10,000, we would love to see two station guardians and four monthly donors. So two station guardians and four monthly donors, and we want to hit that $10,000 mark. It would just be amazing. You would be helping us do so much here at AM 1160 The Quest. So give us a call, 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And if you were listening to the tail end of our 12 o'clock hour, you would have heard it was a little little chaotic at the tail end there because we had an announcement to make about Miss Sally Kazin. She had gracious, graciously donated a gorgeous, gorgeous painting of the Holy Family. And let me tell you, this painting is stunning. We have one in our lobby um, here at the studio, and it's just stunning. It gives you gives me chills every time I see it. Um, we're going to be posting a picture online so you can see that. But everybody who donated in the 12 o'clock hour and everybody who donated who's going to donate in the 4 o'clock and the 5 o'clock hour is going to be entered to win that painting. It is stunning. You do not want to miss out on this opportunity. It's one of a kind. It's just beautiful. And um, anybody who's donating, so that could be any dollar amount. No big, there's nothing too big, nothing too small. We are so grateful for all of it. So 470-508-1160. And also I forgot, we're going to have a little mystery prize that you're going to be entered for too, that we're going to hear about later in this hour, guys. So give us a call 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. If you're having a hard time getting through on the phone lines, just keep calling or go on to the website, thequestatlanta.com. So Matt, how about you kick us off with a little prayer? Because we know all good things start with prayer. I would love to. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Son, of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. 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 This is a prayer for the pandemic. This was sent out in the Columbia Magazine, which is a monthly magazine that goes out to all the Knights of Columbus. And a shout out to all my Knight brothers out there. Oh, Mary, you always brighten our path as a sign of salvation and of hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the, health of the sick, sick, who at the cross 
took part in Jesus' pain while remaining steadfast in faith. O loving mother, you know what we need, and we are confident you will provide for us as at Cana in Galilee. Intercede for us with your son Jesus, the divine physician, for those who have fallen ill, for those who are vulnerable, and for those who have died. Intercede also for those charged with protecting the health and safety of others and for those who are tending to the sick and seeking a cure. Help us, O Mother of Divine Love, to conform to the will of the Father and to do as we are told by Jesus, who took upon himself our sufferings and carried our sorrows so as to lead us through the cross to the glory of the resurrection. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Matt. That was a that was a great way to to kick off our hour. Well, well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, eleven sixty a.m. The Quest, and uh, as you probably know by now, this is our spring pledge drive. So, so thank you very much for for joining us today. My name is Jack Tyson. I'm a parishioner at St. Bridget in in uh, Johns Creek. I'm joined in studio by Matt Curry, the president of the Men of St. Bridget, an organization we'll talk a little bit about in a couple minutes. And the uh, our friend who kicked off the hour is Annie Porter, the hardest working person in radio this week. <laughs> she, she, she really is. And Annie is our production manager. Um, so thank you, Annie, for uh, uh, not leading us astray this week this hour we're counting on you um well we're hoping to have a little fun uh this hour it's going to be a slightly different format than you may be used to if you've been listening to um the pledge drive so far um so for the first uh uh, we are going to have a testimonial we are going to have an audio clip from one of the weekly shows but for the first half hour i'm going to interview matt um you know so he can talk about a lot of the activities that that he does on a regular basis but you know before we get going um matt you know this i i work from home right so in my job i'm I'm on the phone most of the time but uh the last few days what i've been doing is anytime i've gotten off a call or like a zoom call or something i'll just uh click the uh the quest app on my phone and i i'm listening in to to these to the pledge drive shows. And I think it's been awesome. The the job that the the hosts and guests have been doing for the last three days is unbelievable. And it's it's interesting and what it what it proves or reminds me is kind of why I love the quest and why I listen so often. It's because every time I listen, I learn something. Oh absolutely. It it's funny, Jack. I've I I listen to it online because it's such a an easy way to get some spiritual nourishment. So I I was with you uh, listening to the to the guests and there are times where it absolutely touches your heart and you're and you're really not expecting it, but it never fails to deliver good news. And and that's so right and you know the the little saying that I've uh, adopted is uh the more I learn, the less I know. And what I mean by that, that's sort of the shorthand version of the more I learn, the less I realize I know. And so, you know, in the evenings, you know, walking around the subdivision like we've all been doing the last uh, last few weeks, you know, our dogs are in the best shape of their lives. You know, a lot of times you'll I'll catch uh, Catholic answers, 
right? And not only don't I know the answers to the questions, I'm sitting there going, how did they even think of those questions? Where, you know, so anyway, just uh, you turn on the quest and it's a total, total learning opportunity. So, you know, we're live on the air today at the, at the Quest Studio, which if folks don't know, it's, it's located in Ros- Roswell. And uh, just to be clear, uh, Matt, Annie, and I are sitting as close to six feet apart as we possibly can in, uh, in studio, but we are not uh, elbow to elbow. Um, and in addition to any listeners in Metro Atlanta tuning in on 1160, you know, on their AM dial, we also have people following us on the Quest app. And we also have folks joining us on a Zoom call. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of the, uh, the buffet of media. And, and Matt, I'm, I'm thinking, we're, uh, you know, we're going to have our hands full uh, keeping up. Well, you know, uh, thankfully, we've got Annie coaching us because uh, basically we'd be lost without her. Uh, you know, I'd like to kind of set a tone, though. Here we are on radio. And most people really don't understand what a fabulous setting this is as you enter the quest there's a a general area that 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 is very welcoming and there's there's spiritual artwork up on the walls and off to your left so walk with me will if you will in your imagination off to the (laughs) left is a beautiful uh adoration chapel and there's somebody in there right now praying for every one of our listeners it's really a special place i think archbishop gregory dedicated it uh year before last in April. So we're, I think, in our second full year of the Quest, and it really has been a true blessing for the three million listeners that we get to uh, in northern Georgia. And I think there's like 1.2 million Catholics in our archdiocese. So we really, really have a beautiful opportunity here to raise some money and make this a voice for all. Um, I, I'm just uh, very excited to be here, Jack, and uh, I'm uh, I'm happy Annie's here helping <laughs> us. <laughs> right, and 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 actually, that is a, a great little segue. You know, when when Matt and I were um, uh, planning this together, you know, we we didn't want to come and just you know ad lib, even though we we've both been uh, known to do that from time to time. Um, you know, we wanted to wanted to prep, wanted to have a run of show, topics we definitely wanted to cover and all that kind of stuff. And we we talked about, you know, we ought to have a theme. And and the theme re- revolved uh or evolved uh backwards from the fact that, you know, we'll go off the air tonight at five o'clock Eastern time, and folks might be familiar with the country song it's five o'clock somewhere. So and that's usually when happy hour kicks in. Well, we decided to to call our our time on the air, helping hour. I, uh, I think the other, the only other option was what two live dudes, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't but, like that much. <laughs> but but helping hour is our theme. So Matt, what, why don't you tell people a little bit about helping hour and and sort of how we hope that that works today? Thanks, Jack. Yeah, the, we are here with the express intent of raising money for Catholic Radio in Atlanta. But let's start with the most important thing, which is. The phone number. Please pick up your phone, call 470-508-1160, or you can go online to thequestatlanta.com. And there is a button there to donate, and we have very joyful volunteers manning the phones. And be relentless if you need to be. If the phones are busy, call back. If they're busy again, it means good things are happening 
for the Quest Atlanta AM 1160. So when you make that pledge, make, make it for somebody that you love. Make it for a former, a former uh, teacher or maybe a graduate that didn't get the opportunity to walk. You know, something like that. I think, I think this is a great opportunity to honor those who are important in your lives. And, and folks, we promise if everybody donates a lot of money in the first 10 minutes, we won't give out, give out the phone number for the next 50 minutes. Um, but that's probably not going to be the case. So we'll, we'll uh, repeat that number a lot. So if you missed it a few minutes ago, you can, you can jot it down. The easiest thing to remember, of course, is, uh, thequestatlanta.com. Uh, the first thing you'll see on the screen is, is, um, some information about the pledge drive and you just click one button and you can you can donate uh there it's a really quick easy process and and we also have um folks standing by in the phone room to answer your calls to 470-508-1160 so um matt i'm gonna i'm gonna i have a question for you now you've told me this story and 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 I think you've told it five different ways, so I'm interested to see which version you, you, you come up with today. But you're actually an original parishioner of St. Bridget um, Parish, right? When it was founded 21, I guess, years ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think the very first Mass was uh, November 1st of 1998. Okay, so take us back to the early days of the parish and, and you know, just talk about the excitement of building a new faith community. Well, look, before we get there, uh, Jack, again, folks, every, every pledge makes a difference. You're helping, to uh, you're helping to change hearts and really saving souls. So if you would, pick up your phone, 470-508-1160. You know, Jack, you asked about that first mass at uh, being an original St. Bridget parishioner. Of course, it was a mission initially. I was a parishioner at St. Benedict. And we had just, I think, completed the sanctuary when they made an announcement that there was going to be a, a mission created in Alpharetta. And, of course, now it is John's Creek. But the first Mass, as I mentioned, was held on November 1st of 1998, and it was held in the Centennial Auditorium. Centennial High School. Yeah, Centennial High School Auditorium. And, you know, the, one of my, you've heard this a number of times, one of my claim to fame is that my envelope number is 12. Uh, our first, our first uh, mass, you know, I signed up because I figured I was going to be part of this new community that was being, that was basically being born uh, while we were there. And uh, it was, uh, it was kind of funny because one of our key founding members at St. Bridget also signed up that day, but his, his number was 37. He's like, how did that happen? They must have done it alphabetically. <laughs> Low numbers are good. Yeah. So, so our, our administrator was Father Joe Corbett, now who is now, I think, Monsignor Joe Corbett so over at, over at St. Jude. And it's really been a beautiful evolution. It's hard to imagine that the sanctuary that is St. Bridget now grew out of a little one-story house that was on property back in 1998. The way it unfolded, though, is it, it, it became the first structures that were built there was the Holy Redeemer Catholic School. And, uh, Jack, I don't know if you ever went there. Uh, you know, we used to hold, after, after using Centennial High School's auditorium for a, 
for a short time. Uh, the gym was built, and they we used to hold mass in the gym. Were you ever there? Well, it's funny you ask that because um, uh, my wife and I were new to Alpharetta, having just moved over from Lawrenceville. And one day I was literally driving down Old Alabama uh, Road, and I saw a sign out front that said, Holy Redeemer Catholic School. And I go, what the heck? So I, I drove in, knocked on the door, and I go, hey, do you guys have mass here? And they uh, and the lady goes, yeah, uh, I, we have it somewhere. I'm not sure where. I go, just give me one. And she said, five o'clock Saturday. I said, all right, we're there. Um, so we um, we took, uh, this is when my, my mother was still alive. We, we would take her to mass. And, you know, she was really old school, which means she's going to sit in the last two or three rows, right? <laughs> and Father, Father Joe, now Monsignor Joe, he was also pretty famous for, you know, uh, telling stories and jokes and all of that, you know, during his homily. And one time I said to my mother, I said, you know, that Father Joe, he is really funny. And she goes, well, actually, I can't hear a word he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) But she refused to move up front. Well, you know, we've been truly blessed because, of course, our first first, uh, pastor was Father Joe Corbett. And then we had uh, Monsignor... Paul Reynolds, who was, again, uh, um, a, a man with the true Irish brogue, but also a priest's priest. We were, we were incredibly uh, blessed to have him as our, as our lead shepherd. And then, of course, we had uh, Monsignor Talley, who is now Bishop Talley. And, of course, our current pastor, uh, Father Neil Hurley, who has been just fabulous. And, and it, it really has become quite a community. Uh, we have over 80 active ministries, I believe over 4,300 4, families, and it's just become a spiritual home to so many. It, it really is. And, and folks, if you're part of a, of a special parish now, or have fond memories from you know maybe your home parish growing up, why don't you take a minute and, and give us a call. Make a pledge in honor of your favorite parish. The number to call again is, is 470-508-1160, right? That's 470-508-1160, or just go to thequestatlanta.com and, and give a shout out to your, to your favorite parish. Uh, Annie, we're going to transition for a second here. Would you um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, our goal for the hour, maybe some donations we have some fa- so far, and then the gifts that people can can uh, earn by making pledges. All right. So our goal for this hour, we would love to have two station guardians call in or online pledge or, and uh, we also want four monthly donors. So we're trying to get that in this hour. We've got, you know, we've got 40 more minutes and we really want to see two station guardians and four monthly donors. And we would love to see us meet a goal of $10,000. We know we can do it. We know the Lord will provide and 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And we're off to a fantastic start, you guys. So I want to say thank you to Susan A. in Johns Creek, Olivia C. in Marietta, Timothy C. in Manhattan Beach, California. Yes, I think our hosts know some of these folks. <laughs> Diane and Bob T. in Solano Beach, California. Lynn B. in Alpharetta, Bob and Jenny T. in La Jolla, California, Jack T. in Alpharetta, Bill B. in Milton, Louis D. in Oldbridge, New Jersey, Bob and Steph E. in Cumming, Mary Mack in Baldwin, Montana? 
Missouri, maybe Missouri guys, Missouri. Sorry, I can't read my writing. <laughs> um, and David B. in Alpharetta, we think. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your donation so far. And we would love to add your name to the list. So give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. We've got some awesome opportunities, and one just walked into the door just a few minutes ago. So Jerry and Debbie of Take Two sent us down 10 travel rosaries, and they are just stunning they have these textured beads and beautiful medals of the guardian angel and St. Michael on them. And they're stunning. Look at these guys while I tell you a little more about that. So those rosaries, we're going to be able to give away to station guardians. So those station guardians are those who give a hundred dollars or more a month, a hundred dollars or more a month. Sorry guys, my words are blending, but a hundred dollars or more per month. And those station guardians, those are the ones that are the protectors of our mission. You know, we can't do this without them. We can't do it without any of you. So give us a call, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. But those station guardians, if you're going to become a station guardian, you're going to get one of those travel rosaries from Jerry and Debbie from Take Two, which we absolutely adore. And of course, that rosary that we've been giving away to our station guardians that we only have 10 of, and I think we only have seven left now. So those station guardians are going to get that rosary that's stunning and it's been touched to the piece of the actual cross of Jesus Christ and two favorite saints. So give us a call, become a station guardian, join us on this mission, 470-508-1160 and thequestatlanta.com is where you can go if you want to make a pledge. Um, we also have for our monthly donors of $25 per month or more, or, you know, dollar a day, $30 a month. We have, or I forgot one-time gifts of $200 or more they're going to receive a holy water font. And that's of either the Holy Family or the Holy Spirit. And those are also beautiful. I love having my holy water font at my house. And my husband and I, we, we love it. We use it all the time. Honestly, it's it empties out really fast. So we're always <laughs> refilling, refilling, refilling. So get one of those. Make your donation, $25 a month or more, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. Man, we have a lot of things going on this hour, guys, and it's amazing. <laughs> that was our, wait, there's more moment. <laughs> well, I do have one more thing, because I don't think I've said this one recently. So... You know, we were talking about in the 12 o'clock hour, that beautiful painting from Sally Kazin of the Holy Family. So all the donations that come in this hour, you're all going to be entered into that drawing next hour as well for that painting of the Holy Family. And that is just stunning. And our mystery gift, which we're going to find out about in a little in a few minutes. We'll tell you a little story about it. But um, well, thanks, Andy. We're And Andy, we're going to keep you on your toes. I'm going to ask you to play uh, an audio clip in just a minute. Um, but a, a couple things first. Uh, thanks, Aunt Diane and Uncle Bob, uh, cousin Bob and uh, Jenny, uh, for for your donations. Uh, certainly appreciate your support. So, so folks, we've got a we have an audio clip coming up. It's it's a special little clip to share. It's a highlight from one of the two new local shows being broadcast each week on the on the Quest. So each Tuesday at two p.m., uh, Father Jim Blunt is our guest, and he joins uh, Carol Tearsmith, Steph Ike, and myself for an hour-long interview. He's truly, truly an amazing priest. So, Annie, if you've got that segment ready to 
called We're up. We're ready to go. All right, let's play that, and then I'll tell a little story after uh, after that segment. Thanks. You know, many of us in this room have lost our parents and some of our relatives, and so they're saints in heaven. And so often we want to reach out and talk to our you know deceased parents or friends. How do you go about doing that? Can they read your thoughts? Yes, I think that. It's really not touched upon too much in church doctrine. However, uh, the doctrine, first of all, is that this would come under. And by doctrine, we mean revealed truth. We mean something that God has shown to us through Jesus and the Twelve Apostles, and may be clarified through the magisterium. And so the doctrine that's really apropos here is called the communion of saints, the doctrine of the communion of saints. And what that means is that we never actually lose contact with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That even after death, our loved ones either, if they're faithful, of course, they go to purgatory or they go to heaven. And we still have a communion with them. In fact, it's very clear from the writings of St. John Eudes and other saints, from the teachings of the Church, that when we touch the sacred host, whether we receive on our hand or on our tongue, when we touch that host, all of the saints and angels are present in Christ, you see? Because we're the body of Christ, and the host is the body of Christ. So the best way I find to touch my mom and dad is at Holy Mass, when I receive Holy Communion, I say, hey, Dad, hi, Mom, because they are in Christ, and now Christ is in me, you see? Right. And that's a teaching of the Church. So they are present in the Lord, and the Lord is present at Mass in a bodily way, sacramentally, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But as far as conversations, that's also quite possible. Just like we talk to God and to Mother Mary, and we talk to our guardian angels, we can talk to the saints, whether they are canonized or uncanonized. So the canonized saints, the Church has held up as an example for all of us to follow, but there are also uncanonized saints, like my mom and dad and yours. And you know what? Some of those uncanonized saints are holier than some of the canonized saints. Wow. <laughs> and that's an understanding of the Church. So by canonization, the Church doesn't mean to say, well, this saint is the holiest one who ever lived, and no one else is as holy. She doesn't mean to say that. She means to say that this is a man or woman or child who's been utterly faithful to Jesus Christ as best they could with the help of Our Lady and the angels and the sacraments. They are a good example for all of us, especially, for instance, in this area. So St. Thomas Aquinas is very good in the area of studies and wisdom. St. Dominic is excellent for preaching and sharing the good news. St. Francis is important for learning humility and love for the poor. St. Mother Teresa is an excellent example of Eucharistic adoration and of always serving in a prayerful spirit. St. John Paul is an example of incredible chastity with the bishops and priests, a holy purity, and also boldness and courage. So you see that every saint seems to specialize in a particular gift or virtue. And God will raise up a saint for that reason, so we can focus in on that gift or virtue we need the most. But there are other saints who have never been canonized. They're right up there rubbing shoulders with the Twelve Apostles. They are saints, too. And maybe for their own humility, God didn't raise them up to the honors of canonized sainthood. But be aware of that, that there are now millions of saints in heaven. We don't know all of them by name. When we get to heaven, we will. We will know everyone by name with what's called an infused knowledge. 
We will know everyone, even saintly men and women from Japan and China, we will know by name. So your parents, they may well be in heaven. They are saints, maybe uncanonized, but they're still saints, maybe very, very holy. And we can speak to them, yes, verbally. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Can you help me with this? Or we can speak to them in the same way as the angels, quietly. Lord, please bring my prayer to my mom or dad. It's always important to pray in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's always, it protects us, you see, in every way. Mm-hmm. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus, and their deception, you know, is, is sort of blown away by the name of Jesus. So, Lord Jesus, would you bring my love to my mom and dad and allow them to bring me a message or a comforting touch? It's always good to move in the name of Jesus. Wow. Folks, that's that's just a small sample of the type of local programming that the Quest is providing to listeners. And, you know, uh, each week, being sort of what Father Jim calls his studio team, I, I have a ringside seat listening to to that amazing priest. But you know what? If you're listening to the Quest, you've got a ringside seat, too. And and that's it's, it's such a unique local uh, program and format. It came about just a few weeks ago. And what um, what listeners may not know is that Carol, Steph, and I are blessed to spend extra time with Father Jim. Our, our pre-show uh, preparation is about a 30-minute conversation about the topics for the day, but he always reveals something you know, really amazing to us. And then after the show, he usually stays on the line for another 30 minutes or so and shares even more insights and experiences. And it's just such a blessing. So if if you've tuned in and, and listened to Father Jim each week, please give us a call now with, with your pledge in his honor for Father Jim Blunt. So the number, once again, is 470-508-1160 or... Uh, just go online to thequestatlanta.com. And we're coming up on a break uh, pretty quick. How much time do we have, Annie? Just one minute. So, Matt, just uh, very quickly for our, our listeners, you know, while well, most of us have been staying home for the last couple of months, you've had some special new duties within your family. Isn't that true? Oh, absolutely. And it's it's been the most enjoyable duty probably of my entire life. I've uh, I've been... Incredibly blessed with two beautiful daughters. Each uh, have become mothers. And so they really understand now parental love and how you can give of yourself beyond all imagination. And uh, I am luckily, lucky enough to be the grandpa of three beautiful grandchildren, Caden, Madison, and Jackson. And uh, I've been operating with an abundance of caution so that I can stay can be with them and enjoy their company because they're they're just such a delight, uh, true pure joy in in the present time. And boy, do they love to play! It's just a, a it's just a, a true blessing for this grandpa. Folks, if you could see him, Matt is gushing out loud on glowing. radio here. He is glowing. <laughs> uh, we're about to take a break, but while we're gone, please call 470-508-1160 or visit thequestatlanta.com. Thank you. The Quest presents A Daily Dose of Virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. 
Defining moments. We all have them. Bill Hanslick shared his with me that led to playing in the NBA. The most difficult moment when he was let go from his dream job as NBA coach and where he is today, which is the happiest place of his career, running a nonprofit. Bill didn't see it at the time, but now looking back, he admits none of it would have happened without God. This can happen to us as well. Have you looked back lately? Have you identified your defining moments? Without recognizing God in the past, it's hard to trust Him in the present. If we want to grow in the virtue of faith, it's essential to practice trusting God. The more we trust God, the more we say yes to Him with our mind and our will, and the more we grow in faith and live the good life on the path to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. We need Catholic Radio because we need the voice of the church in the public forum. We live in a time that the secular voice dominates so thoroughly that we need to get that Catholic perspective out. Just as Fulton Sheen used radio and TV in the last century, we need to continue to use this means to announce the Catholic faith in the public forum. To donate, go to thequestatlanta.com. So, you love listening to The Quest, but can't always listen live? No worries. Now with the Quest Atlanta app, you never have to miss out. Listen on demand, submit prayer requests, catch up on the latest headlines, and so much more. Available on the App Store and Google Play today. They share the most intimate moments of life and death with us. They pour the water of life into our souls. They feed us with living bread from heaven. They're waiting in the confessional to unburden us from sin. They receive the vows that transform man and woman into husband and wife. They're with us when we're sick, our final escorts from time into eternity. Greed, sexism, and abuse don't sum up the priesthood. The average priest makes under $35,000 a year. Jesus ordained men, but women never had to be priests to be important in the church. And there were nine credible allegations of child abuse in 2013. That's out of about 40,000 U.S. priests. One is too many, but nine don't define the rest. One word sums up the priesthood. Love. Not the flawed love of human beings. The love of God, who promised that he'd always be with us, and who reaches out and touches the world today through his priests. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Hello, my name is Bob Milani. I'm from St. Peter Chanel in Roswell, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to uh, Helping Hour at The Quest. Uh, my name's Jack Tyson. I'm a parishioner at St. Bridget, and I'm joined by a fellow parishioner, uh, Matt Curry, along with uh, Annie Porter, keeping us on the, on the right track. Um, Matt, you told a great story before the break about, you know, kind of the founding of, of St. Bridget Parish, and we, we asked folks to to give us a call and, and maybe in, in honor of their favorite parish, either one 
you know, growing up or, or currently and, and, uh, and, and make a, make a pledge by calling 470-508-1160 or going to thequestatlanta.com. But, um, at St. Bridget right now, you're in charge of, you run, you're the president of one of the biggest, um, uh, ministries. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the men of St. Bridget? Well, thanks, Jack. Uh, we like to say that we're all men of St. Bridget. Anybody that is part of the St. Bridget faith community is, in essence, a member. You don't really have to join us. You're invited. We want you to be with us. And it's it's really focused around faith, fellowship, and charity. We are a large group that has a fundraising component and so our focus, in, in addition to fellowship and, and spiritual nourishment for the men that come to the meetings, is to put together programs that will allow ministries that don't have the opportunity to build some sort of nest egg so that they can do their good work. I had mentioned that uh, St. Bridget has over 80 active ministries, and it's really impressive when you you see it all in, in, in play. It's been... Um, very difficult not to be part of the parish because I was there an awful lot uh, because of this whole COVID thing. Now, it, it has been closed down, and we're very excited now that we are going to open up cautiously uh, and and diligently and, and be able to celebrate the Mass in person. Uh, you know, we've had some, some great—I I think the benefit of this whole— scenario has been we've had to figure out how do you keep people engaged in a different manner and of course that has been through online masses and facebook chats and uh a, a number of different devotionals that you can go on to com and actually participate in but really it's a it's a labor of love to lead a ministry like the Men of St. Bridget because there's so many fabulous people. And, and you know, it, the Men of St. Bridget is, is what, I, what I would call the toe dip in terms of ministry participation. I had a conversation with our, with our grand knight, and he asked me the question, Matt, what's the difference between Men of St. Bridget and the Knights of Columbus. Why should somebody join either or both? Right. Well, yeah. you don't really have to join Men of St. Bridget. You're invited whenever you want to come. When you become a knight, you're committed. You are going to be involved, and you're going to get there. And so his comment to me was, the difference is dues. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a very active Knights of Columbus uh, ministry as well. And, of course, the difference between Men of St. Bridget, which is focused on men of the parish— versus Knights of Columbus, is Knights of Columbus is an international organization, and they are, uh, uh, of course, very, very well situated to help uh, with deepening the faith and giving men opportunities to to do good. You know, it's uh, right at the top of the show, you mentioned uh, Columbia Magazine, which is published by uh, Knights of Columbus, and... Um, Oh, I don't know. It was four or five months ago, back when we used to take plane flights. <laughs> I was I was sitting on a flight, and I had uh, two or three um, back issues of Columbia uh, sitting there in a little pocket on the on the plane, and I was getting ready just to you know read through them because there's always really good stuff. And the lady sitting next to me just leans over and says, "Is that Columbia?" 
And I go, yes. And, and she said, um, my husband's in the Knights of Columbus. We, uh, we read that every month. So yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a great public publication. And you mentioned just sort of the, the spirit of everybody involved with both the Knights and Amena St. Bridget. It's, it's all, you know, it's organic. It's everybody who's involved in those organizations wants to be there. You know, and it's kind of like the quest. The quest is both faith inspired and listener supported, you know, and, and it's people being proactive and wanting to help and wanting to participate, but also it's just like any volunteer activity, right? How many times have you heard it, but but you experienced it? And that is when you volunteer on something, you always get more than you give. That's a great point. That's a great point. In fact, um, what's that number again, Jack? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's uh, 470-508-1160. Or if you're sitting on online, uh, it's uh, thequestatlanta.com. Two really quick emails easy ways to uh, to make a donation and support the the spring pledge drive. I want to give a shout out quite frankly to the Quest website because you know uh, Jack was just talking about Father Jim Blount. If you go out to the Quest Atlanta, you can find past uh, interviews and it's a great way to at your own time if you didn't have time during the day to listen to the whole interview to go out there and get it. Or if you heard something that touched your heart and you want to go back and retouch it, it's an opportunity to do that too. You can go on uh, to the questatlanta.com website and they will have uh, each of their uh, each of their sessions out there and you can click on them and listen to them at your uh, at your leisure. So uh, you've been doing all the talking, Jack, because you've been interviewing. Well, you haven't been doing all the talking. I've been doing all the talking, but <laughs> you've been asking all the questions. Uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Uh, you know, for basically the last half hour, we heard a short audio clip from from Father Jim Blount. He's a weekly guest on the Quest, and and how, you're one of the co-hosts. How did that come about? That's a long story. <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I, actually, I've been a fan of the Quest before it was even on the air. Um, you know, I remember it was after or before Mass, um, you know, a couple of years ago, one of our other uh, fellow parishioners, Janice, who was involved with getting the, the station up and running, I just happened to say, hey, what are, you know, haven't seen you in a while. What, what have you been up to? And she started telling me the story about how the quest was being formed and, and all that. And, you know, I watched um, and still do watch EWTN a lot. And, uh, and so adding a radio component you know, was really going to be great for times in the car or like, you know, I mentioned earlier, listening, listening during work and that sort of thing. So, um, so I, uh, after the station was established, I called uh, Janice and I said, Hey, you, you know, you're familiar with our, our uh, biggest fundraiser of the year for the men of St. Bridget. It's called the Monsignor Reynolds charity challenge. And we'd like to know if the quest would like to be our media partner. You know, and and by media partner, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a money thing. It was, you know, how can we help the quest and how can the quest help us, you know, promote our event and, you know, uh, give us some airtime and then we would give them visibility at our event. So we started working um, together collaboratively uh, that way uh, early last year. And, you know, it's funny, uh, people talk about or we are 
all called by the Holy Spirit. Well, in, in addition to the Holy Spirit, uh, I was called by Carol Tearsmith and Steph Ike to, <laughs> to become more involved with the quest. I said, they called, and uh, next thing I know, my new volunteer career in um, in radio was born. And, you know, along with all the volunteers uh, involved with the quest, Carol and Steph are truly amazing women. They're so dedicated to making the quest a long-term uh, success for for listeners everywhere. So it's easy to to jump in and and just say, okay, how can I help? Yeah, it, it's it really is a special place. You know, the quest has been on air just just a few years. I think a little over two. And folks, we're here in our spring pledge drive, and we need your help. We need your help with prayers and donations and support. So we're gonna we want to continue this and in in. Expand it as much as possible so that everybody is inspired and energized. So once again, here's the number to call and help. 470-508-1160. Again, 470-508-1160. Or visit thequestatlanta.com. Do we have an update? We have Annie? an update, guys. All right. All right. We are just $3,010 away from our goal of $10,000 this hour. Oh, let's do this. Yeah, yeah let's do <laughs> it. This is amazing, you guys. We uh, we are so grateful to everyone who's called and donated or gone online and donated. And we want to say thank you to Mary Mack from Baldwin, Missouri, David B. in Alpharetta, and F. in Allison Park, Pennsylvania. Kathy C. donated in honor of her, her grandchildren, which... There's a common denominator in this room because her grandchildren are Caden, Madison, and Jackson. So I think someone over Yay. here, Matt, knows them. So uh, Bruce B. and Alpharetta also donated. Bob and Mary U. and Larry and Lynn also donated. So thank you, everyone, for your donations this hour so far. We are just $3,010 away from our goal of $10,000. So come on, let's get those phones ringing. You know that number. What is Thanks, it, guys? everyone. 470-508-1160. Or thequestatlanta.com. So, Jack, you've been in Atlanta for a long time, but you grew up in New York City. New York City. <laughs> Recently, you had a very cool reunion back there. Tell us a little about it. I, I did. I did. And, and hopefully I don't sound like I just got off the ferry this morning. My, I don't, some people tell me my accent's long gone, and some people tell me it's, it's uh, still there. But... Um, yeah, it was it was kind of really cool. So first thing you should know, um, you know, I'm Jack, right? But I was baptized John Francis. So as a little kid, everybody in school and everybody knew me as as John, right? And then get a little older and nicknames kick in. So I grew up on on Staten Island, right? Southernmost point in New York State. Sixteen years of Catholic school, and and last year was was a milestone birthday for me. So my, my wife and I spent the weekend or a weekend back in the back in the city. Uh, on Saturday, we did take the Staten Island ferry back to to Staten Island uh, to attend mass at my home parish. And then we were going to just, you know, kind of like meet up with neighbors, uh, friends for some some pizza. So we arrived early at, uh, at St. Anne's, sat down in a pew, and we realized very quickly there was a rosary going on. You know, it was, it was already underway. And, you know, I looked up and the, and the priest leading the rosary looked, you know, it looked familiar. Not the parish priest. I had just talked to him outside, but somebody that I actually went to high school with. Uh, somebody who was a year ahead of me in high school, 
I knew he became a priest. Eventually, he became the principal of our of our high school. So I had seen, you know, like adult photographs of him. So I was pretty sure that it was him. But I leaned over to the lady sitting next to me, and I asked her. I said, "Is is that Monsignor Whalen?" And and she leaned over and said, "She goes, yes, yes, it is." She goes, "Are you John?" Uh, uh, yes. She goes, "I'm Mrs. Kangro, your third grade teacher." <laughs> what what a surprise what what a surprise so that was a really cool moment you know can't can't be scripted two two uh two notes to add so mrs kangro came and had pizza with us that night so had the longest conversation i've ever had with my third grade teacher you know many years later and the second thing monsignor whalen is now bishop whalen and he works at at saint patrick's cathedral so just just really really cool that's awesome, Jack. I, it, it's funny that she recognized you from the third grade. <laughs> That's very impressive. Well, Jack, there are no coincidences. We're all meant to be, well, you were meant to be there together. Folks, if you have a favorite teacher from your school days or a teacher who's making a positive impact now on your children, uh, please give us a call now and make that pledge in their honor. Again, that number to call is 470 470- 508-1160, or again, you can visit thequestatlanta.com. I believe we have a short testimonial from one of, uh, from one of the volunteers at the Quest, as well as uh, fellow parishioners. So We do. Let's take a listen. Thanks, Annie. Hello from Edward. And Christine. As volunteers with the Quest, we enjoy being a part of the new evangelization with this great radio station. The programs on the Quest keep us grounded in our faith and remind us what's important on our journey. There's always something new to learn or an interesting analogy or perspective on a teaching that brings it to life in a new way. The wide range of programs, especially the call-in question and answer shows, help us learn how to explain our faith in an informative yet personal way. I'm always amazed by the vast amount of knowledge from the various hosts and the beautiful depth of the church's teachings, devotions, and rituals. I especially like that I can find news from a Catholic perspective that you can't get from mainstream sources. The more we learn from the programs on the Quest, the more we appreciate what a blessing we've been given to have been raised in the Catholic faith and to be a part of Christ's Christ's one holy Holy Catholic Catholic and apostolic Apostolic church. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing. And it really are, it's the volunteers that really make the Quest go. Again, we've got more than 3 million souls in our listening area and, and your your donations however big or small make a huge difference so jack you just told us about a, a reunion in new york before you were in atlanta you you, you had a pretty cool job there didn't you uh, basically right out of college i did i did it was it was uh it was really fun uh actually for three years uh while i was a student at st john's university uh i worked for the new york yankees uh, and I was in the in the ticket office. It was, uh, you know, not your normal after school job. And uh, and many decades later, there's still lots and lots of stories uh, to tell. Um, but for today, I was thinking about this and I and I came up upon something recently that I thought would be kind of a neat story to tell. And actually, it's a souvenir 
from Yankee Stadium, but it doesn't have anything to do with Mickey Mantle or Derek Jeter or, or any of that. It's uh, I think it's it's kind of unique, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it up right now so the folks on Zoom can see it. Maybe they can see it. It kind of works, kind of doesn't. But Matt, why don't you why don't you take a look and and describe for the folks what I handed to you? Oh, this is so cool. So it is uh, it is it is a ticket to the Papal Mass at Yankee Stadium for October 2nd, 1979. And of course, with his hands outstretched and and that just spiritual smile on his face it is Pope John Paul II, now Saint John Paul II. Um, but Jack, it doesn't appear these were used. No, they're, they're intact. They're intact, and so let me let me tell you how this came about. As as um, you know, Yankee staff, uh, we were all provided two free tickets to see the Pope celebrate Mass at the stadium. So I actually went into work that day, you know, and and the plan was to then drive home, pick up my mother back on Staten Island, drive back to Yankee Stadium, and attend the Mass. Now, they didn't let us out of work until like three in the afternoon, you know, and nowadays a venue like that for an event like that would be locked down maybe three, four, five days in advance, never mind three hours in advance or a couple of hours in advance, you know. And um, anyway, so I, I used to go um, between Staten Island and Yankee Stadium uh you know, up the Jersey Turnpike. So I get on the Major Deegan. Um, I'm heading uh, across George Washington Bridge, and I start heading down uh, the Jersey Turnpike, and it is gridlock in every direction. Coming into the city, exiting the city, it just flat-out gridlock. It took me almost four hours to go what was normally like a 50-minute uh, trip. I get back to my parents' house. It's coming up on seven o'clock in the evening, and I've seen nothing but gridlock for hours. And the long story short is, we never made it. We never made it to mass. You can see on the ticket it says that they're they were only holding seats until seven thirty, and that's because they had thousands of standing room um, tickets that they had given away. Uh, also, so. Big disappointment. I totally blame myself. We should have had a plan B, should have had a better plan. You know, it was, it was you know, when do you get to go to a papal mass? But, you know, it was, it was kind of years later that my wife and I in, uh, visited St. Saint, Saint Peter's Basilica in, in Rome and had a papal audience with um, with uh, Pope Francis. And I remember saying a little prayer and, and just saying to my mom, you know what, um, we finally made it. We finally we get finally got to see the Pope in in person, and you know she was she was already gone. She had passed away several years earlier, but I, I finally you know felt like we finally got there. That's that's a great story, Jack. Very touching, folks. If you have a if you have a Saint John Paul II story or a favorite Pope or perhaps your parish priest, if you'd like to make a donation in their honor, four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Getting to the close of the hour, so let's uh, let's get them in right now, guys. And again, 470-508-1160. We've got an exciting hour coming up next. We're going to have Father Tim Gallagher and Father Henry Atem joining us. So that's going to be another exciting hour, and we'll have an update for you on how we did this hour at the beginning of that hour. So, But get those calls in, 470-508-1160. 
And one thing before we, uh, we before we close it out, Andy, you know, the surprise uh, gift that you mentioned, uh, I actually have those two tickets from the Papal Mass. They're framed. Uh, I've had them since 1979. So when you're drawing names from people who've made donations mm-hmm. since noon today and you've got the painting yeah. as the grand prize, I'd like to donate the two tickets as a second oh, prize. All right, you guys, you heard it. We are going to be having two drawings today before the end of the five o'clock hour for that painting from Sally Kazin of the Holy Family and for these two wonderful tickets. So get your calls in so you can be entered into that drawing or donate online at thequestatlanta.com. All right, guys, one of you want to end us with a prayer here? Let's do this. Uh, I'll I'll try to do this uh, quickly, but we'll do it in the same format that Father Jim leads us on Tuesdays, and it's called the, uh, the Unity Prayer. So, Matt, just repeat after me, okay? My adorable Jesus. My adorable Jesus. May our feet journey together. May our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the eternal father. Amen. May our lips pray together to gain mercy from the eternal father. Amen. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. Yeah, thank you, guys. And the number to call while we're on break is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. And when we come back, we'll be here with Father Tim Gallagher and Father Henry Atim.